Hi, listeners. Before we get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, a decision that stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive health care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans, a decision that could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to podvoices.help, P-O-D-V-O-I-C-E-S dot help. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. Thank you. Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble and gentle GM, woo-woo, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Alex Finn. I was told by my personal trainer that I have to announce that I deadlifted 185 pounds for three sets of three yesterday. Oh, yeah. You all have to know this. It's part of my world domination scheme. Face <laughs> Babcock. Yes, uh, I'm here with you guys <laughs> that sounds <laughs> sketchy i promise i'm here guys and samson davis I had an obscure 80s song stuck in my head for the past couple days and it's not been great the song's great but what song Which one house on fire by slam bamboo i don't think i've heard that i'm gonna have to look it up after the podcast or it's gonna eat me away inside and i'll never be able to sleep unless i hear that song it's catchy as hell and then you won't ever be able to sleep again because it'll be stuck in your head Oh, no, I can sleep with it. But, like, it'll be that one line repeating. I don't know. It'll be a line, though. Mm -hmm. It's never the full song. It's one line. Mm -hmm. And it has early Trent Reznor in it before he joined Nine Inch Nails. So that's fun. (laughs) You know what else is fun? Dice. Fancy dice. I love dice. And you, listeners, should get some dice for yourself or a friend or an enemy. Try it out. And you should get these dice at Die Hard Dice. They are an online purveyor of high-quality fancy dice of metal and acrylic make. And you can get whatever set you want. Just go there and look at the colors. And when you go to check out with your order, use our code Explorers1, you get 10% off. That's higher quality dice for a little bit cheaper. And you're supporting the show. So that would be cool if you did that. Please and thank you. Once again, Explorers1 at checkout, 10% off. Buy now. Man, I feel like buying dice for your enemies would be a great way to just throw them off. Like, confuse them. Yeah. I was also thinking, like, get, like, a bunch of D4s and then, like, caltrip them. Yeah. Daniel, did you see that video I sent you about dice? You're going to have to be more specific. <laughs> oh, I sent Daniel a lot of things on Instagram. This one was a player's first set of dice, and when she opens them up, they're all different colors. And one person gets so incredibly angry. But you know who won't get angry at you? We won't. Use as many colored dice as you want. Especially from diehard dice. Who <laughs> would get angry at mismatched dice? I don't know. Isn't that kind of the classic vibe, right? Like... Your dice yeah. are a different color. I feel like that's old school. Yeah. No, this person had like specific colors, like sets for certain things. Like this is one for attack rolls. This one's for initiative. This one's for like this sort of situation. Like they were very color coordinated and perfect sets. And this person was like, they like Starburst. I'm like, you know what? I love that energy. <laughs> Fucking, I love that person. I just like shiny click-clack math rocks. Yeah. 
Math mm-hmm. does rock. Shiny things in general. Yes. <laughs> Do you know what else rocks? Our podcast. <gasps> Who remembers what happened last time on our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. Samson. All right. So I really only wrote down like three things because only three things happened. Jima was stepping to Nyx and then Jima got squished. There was some combat, I think, but that's all you need to remember. Also, we tried to flare the fire and Buddy Cop used the fire to open the actual real door for reals this time. And that's kind of what's in front of us at the moment. Other than that, I think last episode was just a lot of Nyx hitting things. I feel like that was most of it. I would like you to describe Nick's hitting things in excruciating detail, Samson. I just go re-listen to the podcast. <laughs> Let's go re-listen to the episode. So in hindsight, like as I was listening back over that episode, because of the choices that were made with Jima and the flaring of the fire towards Cha-Cha, essentially that episode is maybe at most a round and a half. <laughs> oh, fuck. Of combat. Okay, yeah. <laughs> There's really just enough time for Jima to start applying pressure, Nyx to grab Jima and throw her into the plateau, <laughs> Cha-Cha to kick the knife away, and Dilly to give Buddy Cop exactly what he wanted the whole time. Yeah, I was a little disappointed that didn't work as I intended, but oh well. Mm-hmm. So, Dilly, hey. about 30 feet in front of the mech beyond you guys, energy has pulsed off of yourself, all your implants and your wires. You can feel the fire flowing through you and it shoots out in front and begins to spiral and slowly opens like a door as Buddy Cop laughs in Cha-Cha's mind. And from that door a small item comes flying out and lands on the ground. It blinks once, twice, three times and utter darkness descends. Damn it. You can't see the sky anymore. But what you can see is that energy, that door. From that door, dark figures begin flowing out of it. Figures with long arms, fingers like extended tentacles with teeth lining each tentacle. Mouths made of these tentacles looking like smaller versions of Buddy Cop, except closer to what you presume must have been his real form before he did whatever he did to get to where you guys are. As these figures come swarming out into the darkness and start descending indiscriminately on the troops below, slashing them with tentacles, lapping blood from the wounds. And, Dilly, that's the resolution of your turn. Well, chop chop. Buddy Cop stops laughing just long enough to say, Well, Cha-Cha, I guess your debt is paid. Enjoy what's left of your little life with the rest of the livestock. And you feel your throat swelling and your mouth will open as Buddy Cop sort of bursts himself painfully from your mouth, stretching out extended as he leaps forward into the flames and is gone. And you are standing there in the fire room. What do you do? It's your turn. You gotta give a person like a minute to breathe after they orally birthed something. (laughs) Yeah, it's like a medical necessity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like you get at least one day per the U.S. health system. Uh, What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you get the rest of the day off because I'm assuming you used your time off sick leave. (laughs) God, that's dystopian. Anyway. (laughs) 
Oh, Chacha looks at her arm and see if it's become real again. Your arm is now completely whole again. There is no bracelet there. The bracelet is gone. One problem solved. Chacha holds her own hands. <laughs> it feels like the same temperature. It's your own hand, just warm and solid as the other one. I mean, like, that's an anticlimactic thing to do, but, like, I'm just imagining, like, I ha- she hasn't been able to touch her own hand in how many months? Weeks? Mm-hmm. I feel like if I'd suddenly regained a limb, I'd touch it. Hey. <laughs> um, oh god. So the question is, should Chacha Chacha's still in the foundry, right? You're still in the foundry, you're still in the fire room. There's no more tube because the tube had to be dropped mm-hmm. to clear the fire. Mm-hmm. So it's just you and Mirror, the fire as it's sort of settling back into its original mm-hmm. shape and level of flame. And uh, I mean, you took some damage from it, but not much. You only took like three mite damage from the fire, so you got a little singed, but that's it. I mean, I guess like, do we return? I maybe put it put it out, put the fire out. But then we kill Mir. Well, yeah, but the guardians. I mean, they were here to keep the door from opening. The door's open, so. By the way, that gate that was being formed in the fire—that's gone now. Buddy cop jumped through it. It's gone. Closed behind him. I feel like. Since the gate's gone and he's already gone, putting it out would be kind of like pissing on the ashes. Mm -hmm. Just killing Mirror to kill her. But couldn't it being corrupted have a negative effect? Oh, fair. You could talk to Mirror. Oh, yeah. They're still alive for now. Great suggestion. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What? Talk? There's a very knowledgeable NPC that just happens to be floating in the air above you. <laughs> Whose fate you are debating. So, um, um, you're, that was a thing, right? So, um, what's, what's next? Did Dilly tell you what's next? Uh, he didn't say, but something very wrong is happening back where he is. The door is open. Do we go back? Well, I can't leave. Here. Well, yeah. But it's more of a don't put keep the fire going and I go back or do you want me to and Chacha kind of makes the hand gesture of mm, I, I I don't know how to describe this hand gesture. Yeah, you're kind of like waving your hand, like sort of weighing options, essentially like pros cons. Mirror kind of closes her eyes a moment in concentration and she says the fire is clean, and I don't feel any other pulls on it. Oh, thank God. I think whatever he intended to do, did. I'm, I guess, I'm, I guess I'm gonna go. Um, mm. <laughs> Unless you think there's, like, some really good resources here I should grab before I go. I mean, there was that entire robotic library. You think I should grab some of that before I go? I mean, the foundry is no doubt full of... Endless resources if you can sort through them and find them. I mean, maybe maybe build, build some weapons? I don't, would they help with the end of the world? I, I don't know. And she gets kind of a distant look in her eyes and says, Oh, it's it's very dark where Adilibrim is. Can you, like, get him on the phone and phone a friend? He can hear you. Dilly, what am I supposed to do? Do I just come back? Get back here! <laughs> He seems to think it would be a good idea for you to rejoin them. That's what he's advising at the moment. <laughs> no resources? Just come back right now? Ah! He's pretty confident that just getting back there soon would be the better solution, at least as he weighs the situation. Fuck, fuck, I'm glad fuck, he's... Oh, shit, fuck. No, no, don't, 
don't don't cry. You don't need to cry. I'm glad he's really like weighing out this decision. I guess I'll go and I'll maybe I'll come back. Do you want me to bring you something when I come back? If I can come back, <laughs> like a sandwich. You know, I I haven't had scorps in so much. Oh <laughs> you got it. I will get you the freshest scorps if the world survives. I'm writing it down right now. Thank you. And then Chacha's going to teleport back to the main group. Okay. So you teleport back to the main group. So you could t- traverse worlds to be back in the place. If you wanted to, since you can see the mech and the glass is broken, you could even teleport up to where, assuming you have the points, you could teleport to where Nix and Dilly are inside of Nix's busted up mech. What about Chacha's old mech? She could teleport right back to her mech if she wanted to. I think that's her plan. Because, yeah. She wouldn't know, like, where everyone is. Is So you teleport back in the mech, and you see that in the chair is Doll Chacha and Doll Nyx, haphazardly swinging controls around, firing <laughs> stone-cutting lasers indiscriminately across the battlefield, and just sort of, like, kicking their little legs in the air while they do it, and just occasionally, like, shouldering each other and saying, I love you! I love you! While they just rain death and destruction across the battlefield. I love this. Are they having a blast? Literally. <laughs> I love it. Beautiful. I want like animated shorts of these two just get into wacky situations. I mean, just the like the death and despair outside, and they're just like having the time of their <laughs> pseudo lives. We should do a one shot sometime where you guys just play as the dolls. <laughs> yeah, I love you. <clears throat> That's it. I love you. That can be our uh, reflavoring of three goblins in a trench coat. Three oh. dolls in a fucking yeah. trench coat. Mech. <laughs> or mech, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we also get a trench coat. Mm-hmm. But back to the current game that we're actually oh, yeah. playing. Meh. Meh. So, Cha-Cha, you've teleported back to the mech. That's your turn. Mm-hmm. You see these dolls just having a blast, killing everything they see. That brings us back to the top of the round, and... Through the portal steps a 40-foot figure mm-hmm. as Buddy Cop rejoins the party. He is full-on laughing still, seeing his kind find their way through the door and into the ninth world. And all he does for his action is he turns, looks at Nix's mech, and Nix, please make a 30 intellect defense roll. Mm. As he winks at you with his red eyes and gives you that my wife and I spotted you across the bar look as he attempts to mesmerize you. (laughs) (laughs) Save against swing? Nyx is like, no, I guess. Because I literally cannot make it possible. (laughs) It it just happens. (laughs) Yeah, so you'll take two intellect damage. No, that's so many. Until you regain those intellect points... You are disoriented, meaning that you're hindered in anything you do, and you are now open to his suggestions. I hate him. (laughs) And that's his turn. Next up are the Yeeters, who are emboldened by everything that is going on. Actually, one of them will attempt to throw something. They're going to try to throw a body directly through the formerly glass panel of the mech. So that is going to be a 24 speed defense roll and you're hindered, so it's a 27. So, the gate's moving like water, basically, so uh, two, my three edge and speed, an 18. I use another level of speed effort. 
12 toughness. <laughs> okay, so a body comes flying through the opening. Let's see. States, evens or odds? Uh, evens. Okay. Alex, roll me a die. Tell me if you get even or odd. rather deal with this for herself. So I'm going to say it's going to be the opposite of Nick's hoped. So the body flies over Nick's and almost rams into Dilly. Dilly, you'll have an asset because this was difficult to begin with, so it'll be a... Well, there's actually not many places to dodge here, so maybe it's it's still 24-speed defense. Okay. Your boots are still active because they got activated when the mech latched onto them. Gotcha. So that's a 21, correct? Yeah, 21 speed All right. That's about as low as I can do it, so I'm going to roll anyway, just in case I get a nat 20. Nope, that's a 12. So. so you are going to take eight damage as this body comes flying into you. Oh, fuck. Um, Dilly is dead. What? What? Dilly had six points left. Wow. You don't have any XP. I do not. Have an XP, good sir. I need a natural 20, understand. <laughs> uh, no, I oh. I think even that, like, I would still take the damage. Hang on. Could use your probability engine. Is it a nat 20? I don't know. Do you want to use it? Hang on, because Nyx can just take the attack, because she hasn't gone yet this round. It's up to you guys. Um, It's up to Nyx, so she does it. <laughs> Unless Samson wants to have a second. That's true. If you would like to perish, sir, be it far from me. I mean... I mean... We potentially have, like, another episode, so you'd have to be either just sitting there, or you'd have to, like, whip a character out of your ass. I got a few of those in my ass, yeah. That's why he keeps adjusting his chair. <laughs> <laughs> they keep shifting around. Listeners, every time you hear a background creak in the audio, it's because Samson's making an adjustment for a character. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it would be more dramatic if Dilly died at, like, the worst possible time. So now. Okay. And then Dan already did the evens or odds thing, so I feel like that would kind of... Yeah, kinda. Okay. But it doesn't really yeah. stop Nick. <sighs> but yes. Yes, yes. I mean, Nick still could. Do you want to use your probability engine or not? Might as well. I, yeah, if it's a nat 20, let's see it. Okay. Your probability engine is a 19, which is not a nat 20, but it does come with a minor effect. Soul transference to Aster. No, I got I got a better one. So you could reduce the damage or something like that. Oh, I... His hand gets stuck in Dilly. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, wait, wait a second. What do you think has happened to Dilly? So this body gets thrown, (laughs) and this figure, this dead body's hand somehow gets inside of Dilly somehow. So, like, you've imagined the soldier has been thrown, ends up fisting Dilly, and gets stuck in there. That's No, I was just, like, getting stuck in your sternum. (laughs) What? (laughs) I thought, like, so he couldn't use it as a further projectile weapon. He threw a body at me. What are you talking about? What? Okay, he gets his toe stopped while throwing, and now he's got a disadvantage, because it hurts a lot. I, I have a better one. I have a better one in mind. <laughs> Dilly's grandiose illusion that's trying to keep the army's morale, that doesn't perish when Dilly dies. Aww. That stays up for the full hour. That's what I would like my minor effect to be. Really? But you're still going to go with Dilly perishing, huh? Yeah, because what a bad time for a proctor to die, or an auditor, whatever I am. Ah. <sighs> Auditor. Auditor. What a bad time for an auditor to die. Wow. And the only auditor, I think, right now. Yeah. Fuck. Damn it. Now we have to go recruiting, and you know how <laughs> recruiting is. I did not expect that to happen. <laughs> God. You just like killing your characters, don't you, Samson? I 
Damson appreciates a good character arc. Yeah, and this is one of the yes. TTRPGs are super special to me because this is one of the few places where like you can make a fully realized character and have them just die randomly and there's no like yeah. save point or like plot armor to save them. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like TTRPGs are the one game I can play where I can just let myself die and it's yeah. okay. <laughs> <gasps> Samson has died a lot in our campaigns. <laughs> it's fun. Try it out. <laughs> it is quite amusing to see Samson die so often. Okay, well, in that case, then, Samson, I'm not going to short-sight this moment. So what does Nyx see as Dilly gets hit by this body and perishes? <sighs> as I go through here and cross off a couple epilogue ideas <laughs> I had for Dilly. <laughs> Toss out a third of her, his fucking ideas. Can I just give, like, a couple sentences on Nyx? So I think Nyx's urge would be to still try to intercept, but as she does so, she runs into the side of the Cone of Silence. Oh, yeah, because that's still up. Oh, because Dilly didn't drop yes. yours yet. Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. Like, hard, too. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, I think Nyx only, like, hears, like, a thump, and then, like, some falling, and then the, like, cone, like, drops. Yeah. And then I imagine, like, Nyx is still, like, kind of in the, like, adrenaline mode, like, focused on the combat in front, but, like, kind of picks up on, like, the lack of any movement behind her. And she's got just, like, one, like, perfect, beautiful, like, blood rivulet running down the side of her head from where she whacked her head against yeah. the exterior of that yeah. cone, the tube. And then then I think she smells the blood first. And then uh, this mech has taken some damage, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Then um, when Nyx gets a chance to like turn around, she sees that the body flew into Dilly and pushed him into like some like sharp pieces of metal that kind of... I like to imagine Dilly like, got washed on the back wall of this mech. So like a giant piece of metal is just sticking out of his chest and Dilly's just head down lying there or hanging there <gasps> what if he's impaled on a corner of the builder core <sighs> sure yeah that he built and you can see that that bright blue light that was shining out of Dilly slowly start fading <sighs> yeah the listeners are going to be so angry right now it is Nyx's turn in initiative what would you like to do Nyx Dilly Dilly Nyx will I think notice that the tube is gone because it's got that strange feeling right to it Mm -hmm. and she'll turn around and look and can't believe what she's seeing just like in serenity she'll run back there and pull dilly off Mm -hmm. there's a sort of sucking wet sound as you pull him off of it yep and he makes a almost aspiration you don't know if it's breathing or if it's just a reaction to being pulled off this thing yeah so nix will place him gently on the ground and shake him a little Dilly. I'm just here as equipment and ciphers clock about. Yeah, so as Nyx realizes that Dilly is dead, she just lets out like a primal scream of rage. And then Dilly wears like an outer, some sort of very pocketed thing, right? With all of his tools. I imagine he's got a couple pockets, but I think most of his stuff would be in like a bag or two. Mm-hmm. I, I think you know where like his ciphers are, if that's what you're looking for, or his tools. He doesn't hide them from you. Nyx is just going to take his like outer bags or garments off just to get his possessions. Mm. And then what she's going to look over at the door, she's going to look down at Dilly and she's going to eat him. (laughs) Wow. Yes. In the middle of a battle. I love it. (laughs) Okay. You consume Dilly. Please give me an 18 might defense roll to try to stay awake. A might defense that is next drops to a 9. I'll spend... Three more levels of my effort to make it a gimme to stay awake. 
When you are awake, you will be hindered for the next 90 minutes because you're drowsy, but you are awake. That's on top of the hindrance that you get because you're mesmerized by the cop, too. But my pools are full, so I got my int back. Yes, your int is back, so you're no longer hindered by Buddy Cop. That's right. And what happens to the auditor things in Dilly's arms? They go into your tummy. They don't come back out into her arms? I don't know if you know yet. Okay. The maw unending and the auditor stuff is an interesting mix. I know. So what's the situation at the door? (laughs) (laughs) More and more of these figures are coming through and descending. Some of them are actually now descending on the eaters and starting to chew through them. And you realize that these things, they didn't need just blood or flesh. They could eat anything. They're eating the armor of the eaters just as happily as anything else. And the eaters are screaming. Oh, they're devourers. Does the door seem self-sustaining? The door seems self-sustaining. It seems like whatever Buddy Cop did was an effort to open the door. He doesn't need to do anything to keep it open on his own. He doesn't have to do anything to keep it open. No. It's the army's turn. I was going to use again and again to attack Buddy Cop. Is that okay? Oh, yeah, you can use again and again. Sorry. With my lasers. So you're using again and again to get back to the chair and use your lasers? Oh, yeah, because I'll use Fleet of Foot. <laughs> okay. Who are you aiming at? Buddy Cop. Because he is enormous. It is a 24 to hit. You are hindered because you're drowsy, so it's a 27. Wait, this is heavy range, right? So she's specialized, so that makes it a 21. And then this is speed, right? So that makes it an 18. And I will spend two levels of speed effort. 12. Okay. So those are six damage each armor piercing, right? Wait, is heavy six base? Heavy is six base. Oh, okay. That's been so long. Body cut fellows in pain. Now the armies begin their retreats. You can see Aster continuing to move through the eaters, tearing them apart, seeming to be very focused on the ones that had attacked Dilly's mech. <laughs> Uh-oh. Cha-cha. You don't know what's happening in Nix's mech. You can see all of Buddy Cop's people coming through. You can see Nix's mech shoot Buddy Cop twice. He bellows in pain. And what do you do? You're in your mech. What do you want to do? Uh, I feel like we should keep targeting Buddy Cop. Because, like, Chacha doesn't know anything's wrong, I think. It's a real shame, because the easiest way to defuse this battle is something Dilly could have done, but... There's definitely two things I could have done. Because, like, the only ciphers Chacha has are a buoyancy injector and an adhesion cipher. I don't think you can stick Buddy Cop, like, to the door to close it. Just tie his shoes together, and he falls over, and then you could just kick him. Ooh. And then we take his own hand and punch him in the face with it, and keep saying, why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? <laughs> and that's how the campaign ends. And then he runs yeah. crying through the door, and never it comes back. Yeah. Because we're bullies. <laughs> I would like a hint. Forget hint. There's no hints. What do you want to do? Samson. You want Samson to give you a hint from beyond the grave? Yes. Metagaming pigeon, please. <laughs> uh, I don't... I, I can't shoot buddy cop? I mean, the safest place is always next to Nick, so maybe you should get to a safe place. I guess, yeah. Cha-Cha instructs the dolls to... Wait. Can they only shoot because they can't reach the paddles or something? They haven't figured out how to make the mech move reliably. 
So once they figured out how to shoot things, that was enough of their joy. But that's just what they're doing. Fair. Firing in any direction they can shift the mech in. For Chacha's turn, she's going to move the mech towards Nyx while explaining for them to concentrate fire on Buddy Cop. I love you. I love you. Because they're separate entities. So in theory, they could keep shooting while Chacha's using her actual turn to move. I love you. And then slowly the Chacha doll turns towards you. Their head starts turning on their body. And then you realize it goes a full 180 degrees to look at you. And then they say in this almost whispery voice in response to all this death and destruction they're creating. They go, I love you. Well, I And then their heads like slowly turns around and they begin firing again. Like mother, like daughter. Yeah. I love you too. (laughs) That's why I left you in the mech. I thought you would like it. Like, this is the joy I try and bring to everyone. She just starts clacking her mouth together with her teeth, clearly trying to mimic a laugh even though they can't make a laugh sound. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Cha-Cha's going to use her turn to get next to Nick, near Nyx. Okay, Nyx, you can see Cha-Cha approaching you. It is Buddy Cop's turn. He does not like the lasers that have been shot on him. Now, he is big, so one advantage he has is that his footsteps can move pretty far. And also, that's true of all of his kind. Fun fact, Buddy Cop species, even before Buddy Cop's adjustments from Cha-Cha's mutations, they jump as level 10. Why? Buddy Cop is going to do a jump attack against Nyx's mech. Rude. <laughs> I'm going to need you to make two speed defense rolls of 30. Ooh. Good God. Okay. So it's a 21 with Nyx's basic shit. 18 with her speed edge. Mm. Nyx is defending for herself and the mech? Or what is it to... I mean, he's just attacking her mech. He's not trying to get you specifically, so he's just swimming with his clawed hands. It's like a double attack. Mm -hmm. So I'll spend three additional levels of... I just feel like getting jumped on by Buddy Cop is a bad idea. Speed effort on the (laughs) first attack and two additional on the second. So nine and 12. Okay. 19 on the first one, 12 on the second one. What would you like for a minor effect on the first one? I would like to say that as Nyx dodges with the, the mech, she ducks forward to dodge this attack, and as a result, all of Dilly's possessions slide to the front. Good call. Very smart. Okay. And what was your second roll? Twelve. Okay, cool. So you managed to dodge his two attacks as he comes at you. The Yeeters are basically trying to get these other creatures off of them. They are currently being devoured by bloody cops bros, essentially. So there's not much they can do. They don't really do anything that matters to you guys immediately. The armies continue to retreat, which they would either way, but it is now Nyx's turn. Oh! Nyx will grab Dilly's possessions. Buddy Cop is now right in immediate range of you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And leap into Cha-Cha's mech. Interesting. You want to leap into Cha-Cha's mech. Okay. Wait a second. One question. Did you factor in the hindrance from being drowsy when you did those defense rolls? If you didn't apply it to the difficulty, I didn't apply it, no. Okay, so then the second one was a failure. The mech takes essentially like three damage after the armor from one of his claws. Rip the mech! So it's a good thing you're jumping into Chacha's mech. Maybe. So Nyx grabs Dilly's possessions and leaps to Chacha's mech, yeah. Mm. Okay, so you leap to Chacha's mech. I'm going to assume 
for the sake of because it's a little boring to base this off of the initiative stuff that Chacha sees you and opens the window enough for you to come in. I mean, I'd be down with that. Nyx would be hard to miss. Yeah. Okay, so now you're in Chacha's mech as Nyx's mech goes kaput. Dilly's dead, Chacha. What? what? Dilly, Dilly's dead. And Nyx isn't going to be able to find anything on this turn, but uh, as she's saying this, she's starting to go look for Dilly ciphers. I know he's got a good one in here, Chacha. <laughs> He'd want us to use it. Oh, we should probably use the existence time. So... You won't have anything you can do with yeah. it this turn, or tell Cha-Cha what it is this turn, but I'm going to tell you what you find anyway. So there's the time auger that allows you to drill through time to see what's happening in the future. You can't change anything, but you can see it. Mm-hmm. There's the summoning cube, which is, takes two actions, one to find something in a random dimension nearby, and another action to bring it in here. You don't have any control over it. There's a blemish hider, which can be used to hide a particular blemish or mark for 28 hours. There's the desiccating detonator, which does five points of damage to organic material. It's kind of like a grenade, essentially. And then there's the existence knife. The existence knife is a level 10 cipher. If you stab something with this, it erases their existence in the timeline as if they had never existed. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dilly's been sitting on that for like three tiers now. It's, yeah, that's, you can't just whip that out whenever. Sick. Nyx immediately falls cypher sick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. And it will, it'll work on anything that is level 10 or lower. Just basically just about anything you encounter in Numenera. I'm so excited for this knife. <laughs> so armies continue to run. They continue to die. Obviously, you guys don't have an auditor amongst you anymore, so you have no idea if lights are going out or not. And it is now Cha-Cha's turn. Nyx is in your mech. Nyx's mech is destroyed. You just found out Dilly is dead. Buddy Cop is turning his head to look at your mech now, because that's where he knows Nyx is gone. And Cha-Cha doesn't know about any of the ciphers yet, so he cannot... Yeah, you don't know what she's got. You, probably more than Nyx, might have a better idea of what Dilly had. Not necessarily because of Chacha's personality, but just because since you're a nano, I would assume that's something you probably took an interest in. Dilly wasn't really keeping his ciphers secret. Yeah. I don't think. I imagine, like, we we would never bring this up in the podcast because it's just, like, background boring stuff. I feel like we would know each other's ciphers, just know what each other has. Routinely ask, what's in your pocket? (laughs) Is that a level 5 desiccating detonator in your pocket? (laughs) It's the riddle game. What do I have in my pocket? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And Dilly and Chacha could take turns being Gollum. Yes! (laughs) I imagine Dilly has never won against Chacha. She has too many pockets. Mm -hmm. Too much chaos. I know. Yes! Chacha keeps forgetting what she has, and then she's reaching in a pocket, and like, She'll pull out Hubert, and Hubert will, like, hold up some random dangerous cipher that he shouldn't be touching. Hubert pops out <laughs> with his own stuff in his own pockets. <sighs> and Chacha gets all semantic about it. She's like, no, I asked what's in this pocket. <laughs> so what do you do, Chacha? It's your turn. I guess we laser gun buddy cop to the face out of anger? With the stonecutter lasers? Yeah, because she just found out Dilly died. She would be upset. Yeah. I don't think a rational thing is the first thing to do for Cha-Cha. Okay. Because she's got that fire. 
it's going to be a 24 speed roll to do that. <laughs> Where are we on speed? Maze love. No, I have to use two levels of effort to make it a possible. Math song, math song. This one, yes. Okay. I don't know. I got a 19. Does that work? Yes. Okay. Extra damage or minor effect? Clearly extra damage. Okay. So, each one will do nine damage. What does it look like when you kill Buddy Cop with your laser? What? I, I was not expecting this. I was not expecting... I feel like at that moment, like, Chacha's, like, still processing that Dilly's died, and she just kind of, like, turns and, like, pushes the controls. Like, she grabs both dolls who are still on the controls and pushes the controls with the dolls and shoots and just, he's looking at her mech, she's looking at him through the mech, and just boom in the head, and boom out the back like a watermelon. (laughs) But it's all spectral. And he falls to the ground, and Buddy Cop's people descend on his body and begin consuming him. Yeah. As they should, like a cat. Oh, wait, does this make things harder? On top of the round, Buddy Cop is dead. Mm -hmm. He can't do anything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Eaters are preoccupied. Eating, yeah. It's now Nix's turn. Buddy Cop is dead. There's all these of Buddy Cop's people in this, like, weird false darkness that are consuming anything they can find. In fact... You can see some of them starting to move towards your old mech, and they're actually, like, consuming the synth and metal of it. Do you have to be alive to be erased from existence? Not necessarily. We just have to get there before the body's gone? Well, the body's pretty big. We weren't that far away to begin with. Worst case scenario, you stab somebody in the tum-tum. Erase what's in the tum-tum. Oh, imagine... Being forced to uneat something and just never having eaten it. Because here's what I feel like Nix's choices are with this horrific situation. Stab Buddy Cop's corpse and hope for the best. Or stab Cha-Cha. Oh! Holy shit. Both are really good options. But PvP's on our list of things to talk about before we do any of that, so. Mm -hmm. I would honestly approve of this option. I'm fine with either one of these choices. Throw out the mind map, Dan. It's not helping. This is another full left field. Yeah. What do you do? I guess Nyx will look down at the knife in her hand and look over at Chacha, and she'll put a hand on Chacha's shoulder and say, uh, Chacha, this is the way it's gotta be. And then she'll stab her. Chacha accepts. What does Chacha do if she feels this knife coming into her body? I think she smiles and says, I love you. I love you too. Chacha. Oh my god. And Nyx will press her forehead into Chacha's. Oh, this is so beautiful. Chacha, you feel something strange inside of you. Like at the center of your being, there was a knot and it's slowly starting to unravel and loosen itself to slowly become straight thread. All these knots and whirls and twists that make up a person, a personality, flaws, strengths, all these things that take a random collection of atoms, energy that's just vibrating slowly and gives it form and definition. You can feel that straightening out, returning to just sort of a basic energy state you can feel 
memories shifting. You can feel time collapsing and expanding at the same time. And at this moment, as you know that this unraveling is fully undoing you, and when it is done, it will be as if you have never been in the world before. What does Chacha see? I'm trying to like imagine what Chacha like would want. I don't know. I guess she like sees Oh, Mama Jay's like little sitting room. So you see Mama Jay's sitting room with a fire crackling and you can smell the scent of fresh baked scones and you can't see her, but you feel her almost like a warmth behind your shoulder and she leans down and you feel old but strong arms encircle you and embrace and a mouth press up against your ear and you hear Mama Jaren say you did so well I'm so proud of you and then there's darkness Billy oh my god you're barely aware of anything it's all dark and then there's a strange wet warmth as you slide through some sort of dark tunnel you can feel the tunnel constrict in different places sort of gently pushing you down 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 and you land in this pool of green fluid and you can tell from the bodies here and the bones that this fluid will consume you utterly that this is the end the end was a given you knew that when it happened but there's no pain there's just an acknowledgement that this fluid this pool will take you apart and in the midst of that you see something moving through the fluid and it lifts its head and you realize it's some sort of snake or serpent and it looks at you with its monk face with the black glittering teeth and for the first time you hear one speak it should just be hissing in fact it is hissing you know you don't understand this you are honored we will ensure you are not forgotten and as you begin to sink beneath the fluid you hear as if from a great distance so far away muffled by your surroundings coming from far beyond whatever this great massive underground lake of acid that you're in you hear a voice and it cries out in pain and anguish and you recognize it as asters mm. and that's where we're on this episode oh man holy shit that was amazing oh my god i love it fuck <laughs> i love it so much and this saves me so much mental stress of figuring out what chacha would do at the end <laughs> yeah she doesn't have to oh. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I got out of that. <laughs> Suck it. No, I'm locked. It really, it's just Nyx who has to figure out what to do. Oh, I thought if you erased existence, you undid their touches in like the world. It would depend on how much would happen with. That's one of the things we'll talk about. Yeah. Without with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Incidentally, Nyx was already on probation with the time cops. <gasps> oh, oh fuck. my God. It just doesn't end for time. Time cops are going to rest. This isn't time. This is existence. Different. Mm. It is 
flat out forbidden, and Dilly knew that at the time because Astro said the knife was forbidden. Potato, mm. potato. Yeah, so I'm torn. I feel like I need to ask both Samson and Alex something about this episode because just a few things happened to your characters this one. A smidge. Uh, the whole episode. Just this whole episode. It was amazing. I loved it. Oh, my God. Yeah, the whole episode. Yeah. Fucking Stace. Holy shit. Killing Cha-Cha. That oh was my. amazing. I didn't even think about that. I was just like, that's, oh, my God. It was a tough situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it was either a 50-50 on the corpse of Buddy Cop or a sure thing. Mm. Yeah, and I don't think Nyx would think that. You could stab a corpse and erase it from existence, but... Yeah. That's a very philosophical question of, is the soul what's existence, or is it the corpse? Mm. Body. Yeah, I feel like if you had taken that approach, we would have had to figure it out in the moment, but it would be some sort of role to figure out if there was enough life left in him that it mattered that he got hit with a knife, like if it triggered it. Oh, God, that would be terrible. I'm sorry, but imagine that, <gasps> being gravely wounded and then being eaten alive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. I know. <laughs> yeah, but more of a matter of, like, getting out of the mech, trying it, trying not to get eaten by his friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Having to get back up in the mech if it doesn't work. Yeah. So, yeah. It seemed like a lot of steps. Yeah, I guess we'll find out next time what the other after effects of this beyond the personal yeah. are. Of the existence, I know. <laughs> Nyx just feels a unexplainable sense of loss and self hatred. Mm -hmm. <sighs> <laughs> this is your podcast now, Stace. So okay, thank you. Hello, everybody. Ah, Welcome to Explore. We're just going to go to bed early. <laughs> <laughs> I am the dead and <laughs> I am the player now. Welcome to our new version of Explorers Wanted. It's called All About Nyx. All about mm. Nyx. Explorer wanted. Yeah. Everybody loves Nyx. I mean, I could definitely see Nyx being like that kind of wandering Ronin type now, like old and just exiled, Ooh, like doesn't yeah. belong anywhere. Are you inside my head? <laughs> That's a good ending because she is forever a traveler now. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, Samson, you said the whole episode, which is, of course, cheating. Uh, I, Alex, for you, something about this episode. I just love that bang, bang, bang back-to-back -back character deaths yeah. and we're just like okay dilly's dead tell chacha chacha freaks out kills buddy cop oh shit nix goes oh fuck and stabs chacha i mean it's amazing i mean we were joking about what the the hot potato of who's gonna kill chacha yeah <laughs> the answer is apparently nix apparently that has been a long running joke where chacha's gonna turn out to be the secret big bad and you have to, who's going to kill Chacha because she's getting a little too powerful. Problem solved. Yeah, but ultimately, like, Nyx kills Chacha and Nyx eats Dilly. Yeah. Oh my God, was Nyx the bad guy all along? <laughs> well, in fairness, Dilly was already dead. Yeah. yeah. That is recycling 101. He has enough time to, uh, he was in bad state, but he had enough to see the inside of the mall and ending. I, that's not fair. That's that's not fair. No, he was dead. No, that's me fucking with you. Yeah, for, for all practical purposes, he was dead. For all practical purposes. Impractical purposes, however. <laughs> yeah, for my purposes of emotional manipulation and, you know, torture. Yeah. <laughs> he was still alive when you ate him. We could have done stuff to his body, you know, made just him a giant puppet or something. He was just 
most dead. <laughs> like ninety nine point nine percent dead. He was dead after so Nick's point of one percent. Well, yeah. now he's together with Nick's forever. Yeah, the imps asked Dilly what he had to live for, and he said, you know, to blave, which is to blow. <laughs> Not true love or anything like that. It's okay, Stacey. You'll get that later. Um, <laughs> when I'm older? <laughs> like, what is that? <laughs> Can you go back and edit all the imp voices to be Billy Crystal? Because that would be amazing. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Jesus. That'd be awesome. I mistress, you called. I can't do that though. That's the problem. Like, right? Like, if I tried to do Billy Crystal, it would just become a very stereotypical voice, and I would just sound like a radio. No, you do the deep fake AI stuff because there's enough Billy Crystal voice on the internet. You could deep fake him. I'm not doing anything with uh, machine learning stuff. Those companies are. I feel like I have to warn my parents about that new scam that's happening. Mm. Yeah, because we're on a podcast. Yeah. Incidentally, one of the books I recommended way back when for a player intrusion was Blind Sight, in which case the aliens were not sentient and their communication method was based off of the thought experiment of the Chinese library, which is essentially what language learning models do mm. in yeah. communicating with people. So I imagine that author is feeling quite smug right now. <laughs> Speaking of player intrusions, we have a segment each week that we do called Player Intrusions, where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something that we think you'd really dig. This week, it is Alex's turn. Oh, God. Alex, what would you offer our listeners an XP to check out? I'm going with something lighthearted, because <laughs> I feel like we need okay. that at this moment, listeners. I'm looking up the name. Teoda? It's a language learning app specifically for Korean. However, their hook, their gimmick is it's all speech. Mm. You're going to do your speaking practice. So you're going to be talking to your phone and it's going to be trying to text to speech your like pronunciation to Korean. And if you have never yelled at your phone, Poto, because it cannot understand that you're talking about grapes, you've never lived. And then I get so angry. I start doing my extreme accented foreign languages. Mm-hmm. That was my gimmick back when I studied abroad. People loved the Valley Girl Japanese. <laughs> and that's how you know you've actually really hit a language, like learning level plateau, when you're like, I can speak well enough in this language. I can do a fake accent on it. Nice. But yeah, as you can hear in my voice when I'm already just saying Poto, I'm trying not to throw an accent on it. Because I was just screaming, Pow-do! Pow-do! Because I'm like, I don't understand where my PB is wrong. Because they have two of those in Korean. Like, they have the PB, like, Byuk, and there's one, like, Pyot. And it's all about aspirated and tongue position, and it's difficult. But yeah, it's free. You just have to watch some ads, which is no big. It's like Duolingo, except you're screaming at them words and sentences. <laughs> I like the idea of learning a language, but you can only speak it with like an aggressive kind of tone because that's how you learned. Yeah. I mean, I'm so angry right hi, now. Hi, good to see you again. How's it going? I feel like that would be very good for German. Yes. Yeah. Konnichiwa, Watashiwa, Alex, it is. Oh, God, that hurts me so much to hear it. Like, Daichebe, Ameka. Yeah. Yeah. It's like nails on a chalkboard, isn't it? Yeah, it's bad. And I assume it's available for multiple platforms? Yes, and I have it on currently my Android, but it's also available on iOS. Scream into your phone with me. Cool. 
And it's just for Korean right now? Yes, it is only for Korean. Where okay. they've got their lessons to go through and they and they have these like short skits where I keep joking it's like a POV porn, but no one's taking their clothes off. <laughs> I'm just gonna let that sit in the back of my mind for a moment. Oh, don't don't let that sit cool. back there. <laughs> <laughs> If people want to tell us what they think of Tevita or the podcast, how would they do that, Samson? Our website on there, you'll find all our socials where you can pay your respects to Dilly and Chacha. The website is explorerswanted.fm, and the socials are on Twitter, we are at Explorers Wanted. On Instagram and Facebook, we are at Explorers Wanted Podcast. On Mastodon, we are at Explorers Wanted at Dice.Camp. But best place to hang out with us is our Discord, explorerswanted.fm slash Discord. Talk about what would you like, do whatever, what would you like to talk about? Animals, memes, video games, we got out of there. Also, if it is within your means and you're feeling generous, patreon.com slash wanted to support the show and see more main characters die in the future. Also, our dice failure code with Die Hard Dice, Explorers Wanted, and get 10% off your order. Please and thank you. And if you can't financially support us, we totally understand. The best thing you could do is tell your friends about us, why they would like it, why they should listen to it. Second best thing you could do is to leave us a five-star written review on a podcast directory like Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. Those kinds of reviews give us life. It helps us find new listeners and gives Stace something to read in the podcast, which I know she is craving right now. Yeah, give it to me, guys. Wait. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, reading material. Praising. Give me reading material. <laughs> and if you didn't like the podcast or if you just thought it was meh, well... Contrary to popular belief, one does not get goosebumps. Rather, the tiny eggs beneath your skin are swelling as they prepare to hatch. The things inside, chitinous and segmented, will crawl from the oozing pockmarks in your arms, leaving you bloodied and squalling behind them. And I suppose I should warn you, it's almost birthing season. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Mastodon as Daniel at Anderlik, A-N-D-R-L-I-K dot org. You can find me on our Discord. I'm Stace Windu. R.I.P. Dilly. I'm at Slam Potato on Twitter and at Slam Potato at Dice.Camp on Mastodon. We consented to all this, like, honestly, so no anger. Yeah. This was amazing. I loved it. I'm Tea with the Unicorn on Twitch and Real Tea Unicorn on Twitter. All right. That's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you listen to this. And bye. 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 bye.